Welcome to day 13 of the Critics Not Cynics 31 Days of Horror Spectacular. And on today's recommendation to get you into that Halloween mood, uh, we're going to be talking about All Hallows Eve from 2013. And uh, just at the time of recording the last I had seen, it was no longer streaming on Prime for free. But this is another one that I kind of highly recommend that you go and check out. Uh, it, it's definitely low budget, but if you're familiar with uh, Terrifier, this is kind of the origination of Art the Clown and kind of us now getting this kind of new uh, creepy clown to add to the uh, pantheon of creepy clowns. It's up there with Pennywise, you know? Um, so the basic premise of it as the babysitter finds a VHS tape which features various sinister murders performed by a psychotic clown. Now, that's not 100% accurate. Uh, that's just a very broad synopsis of the movie. Uh, the movie takes place on uh, Halloween night, and um, the two kids that Sarah, played by Katie McGuire, uh, are babysitting, I come back and one of them has a VHS tape uh, in their bag and they don't know how it quite got there. And so the kids are very excited. They want to check it out. Sarah doesn't really want to um, because, you know, it could be some creep. They snuck it in there. Who knows? It could be uh, a dirty movie. It could be uh, very illicit material. Stuff that uh, these kids are not old enough to watch, but they kind of strangle her, in, strangle her uh, arm or, you know, pull her arm, twist her arm to uh, put on the movie. And she gives it the caveat, like, if there's anything really bad on this, we're stopping it, we're turning it off, we're getting rid of it. And the kids capitulate. And so this is very much an anthology horror film. So you have three different stories uh, that are framed by the babysitter, you know, that, that she's watching the stories as she's watching the video on TV. And um, the first one kind of deals with, with a satanic cult. Uh, Art, the clown, uh, shows up a little bit at the very beginning of that segment. I believe the second one deals more with um, kind of an alien... Uh, chasing after a woman in a house after we've moved out to the, the country. And then the third one is uh, the director and writer, Damien Leone, or Leone. Um, his, these are all his uh, little shorts that he's made, and he's now put them together in a full film format by anthology. Uh, but is the original Terrifier segment, you know, that actually is his creation of Art the Clown. And... I would have to say that the, the final segment, that one, is the best out of the three. Um, the second one with the alien is very interesting, but I don't quite understand where it goes. Uh, and the first one is just weird, uh, especially when you get to the end of its story. But I think what I like the most about this movie is the is the framing device. Like, I like... I like the character of Sarah. I, I even though the kids are a little annoying, um, they're enjoyable to have, especially with how things turn out by the end of the movie. And 
so I really like the framing device. I like that it's set at Halloween. Uh, and as they're kind of watching the movie, uh, Art is involved in kind of watching them and uh, stalking them. And in fact, with each completion of watching each uh, segment, Art is getting closer to Sarah. In fact, so much so as during the Terrifier segment, um, the character within that one is calling on a cell phone uh, and asking for help and actually reaches Sarah's number. And so there's kind of an overlap with the movie that she is watching and what is happening in her reality. Uh, and I think it's very cool. It's very clever. It's got a very memorable ending. Um, I have watched this one a few times now. This was another one like I, I didn't know about it. Uh, I had kind of just discovered it while searching through DVDs on Netflix. And I um, decided to rent it. And then, of course, I, I started and I'm like, oh, this is this is fairly low budget. So this is going to be kind of a flip of the coin. And I really enjoyed it. I was really surprised by it. Um, it's one I've watched a few times now. And, and I love it, I think, every single time I watch it. And I, I think I mainly like it because of Art. He is such a creepy character. And for being a clown that he, he doesn't speak, he, uh, you know, does his little you know, no noise horn and, uh, the makeup and just his costume is really, really effective. And I really, really appreciate the character, especially now that we have gotten a full feature length terrifier movie and we're exploring more of art, the clown. And I'm very excited because they do have a sequel in the works and, uh, I, I just, I love it. I love the character. I love the creation. I love the idea uh, behind it. And I like the framing device and, and everything like that. It's very reminiscent of the horror anthology VHS, which is one we'll probably be talking about in the future, uh, which kind of does the same thing. It's, it's, but it's more of a found footage uh, than this in the sense of the people that are looking for kind of this particular tape are recording themselves and while they're doing their search and then we watch what they watch on the tapes. Um, so I very much like this movie. It, it does have very low budget effects. Um, and I've talked about this ad nauseum at this point about low budget films. Even if they're low budget, as long as there are things that are working for it, I think you can still find things to enjoy about it. Uh, one that's kind of, I got the similar feeling with, and I still have to finish it. it. It's, it's not particularly great, but it's interesting. And I mean, it's one I, I found on prime and was like, yeah, what the heck? Uh, as I think some of you know, I go to sleep to horror films at night. Something about them just helps me go to bed. And, uh, so this was one I was like, okay, even if I don't really care for it, it's one I can go to sleep to. And it's called clown motel. And, it's one that's very low budget as well, but there are some appealing factors about the movie that make me want to fully finish it. I'm, I've made it about halfway through it this morning, and uh, I decided to go back to sleep for an extra hour before I, I did my my walk with the dog. So 
Uh, getting back to All Hallows' Eve, it's a really strong horror anthology. It is definitely perfect for the time of the year. It's, it's a Halloween movie through and through. It introduces one of the best um, horror icons of this kind of new generation of horror. I dare you to not I dare you to watch this and not be really creeped out by art. Um, he is because he's using just physicality. I mean, it's one thing when you get Pennywise by Tim Curry or Bill Skarsgård. They they still use their voice and and their kind of over the topness and their and their actions, but the, a lot of it's based off their dialogue. But art has no dialogue, so it's all physicality. It's all facial uh, expression, and a lot of that is really what adds to the creep factor. Now, I kind of wish that art was played by the same actor from Al Hallows Eve as in Terrifier, but. Uh, the guy that is doing it in Terrifier is just as good, um, if not a little bit more so, because he has more room to work around, whereas in All Hallows' Eve, Art is just kind of here and there, and then he has his one segment, and then that's basically all you see of him. But it, it definitely has that cliffhanger ending a little bit. There is a sequel, but it kind of diverges from this one uh and art is not involved but that's still also a good one to go and check out as well if you're a fan of this if this one there is like this third all hallows eve but i don't think it's even tangentially related to these first two ones um but what since we're kind of talking about uh, the second one uh the one thing i do like a little bit more about the second movie is that uh, it involves more tales. It's not longer, but they have more diversity in tales in the sense of the stories that they're telling. So it's one little step up the sequel has, but I, I still think that the first one is the best one, mainly because of Art. And if you're not familiar for who Art the Clown is, I'm sure you can do a Google search and, and just type in Art the Clown and you'll see hundreds of fan arts or stills from the movies uh and there's a very iconic death scene in terrifier if you've seen that uh you know which one i'm talking about and uh i really like damien's um approach i like his style i like his eye that he has for for horror and i'm very excited i was very happy like i discovered the terrifier standalone movie just by complete accident i think i was searching like at horror movies through voodoo and all of a sudden this like terrifier one popped up and i'm like wait a minute what when and then it had like just been made and i had no idea about it and it had gone up on netflix last year and i watched it and i just loved it i love that he had more room to move around with this character and this character is truly terrifying and very sadistic very creepy if you're afraid of clowns he ain't gonna help that fear any so uh all right, guys, I think that's going to do it for day 13. The rating for this one, I'm going to go with a four out of five, even despite some of the low quality aspect to it because of the low budget. But I'm very impressed when a director takes some of his short films, manages to do kind of this creative thing of doing a an anthology film to showcase those short films and package it into an actual movie to release out to an audience. So I give Damien a lot of credit for this. There's a lot of creativity, there's a lot of passion, 
And that's why I give it my four out of five. All right, guys, we'll see you on day 14.